It's very chill. You got to drip on the coworkers. Absolutely. Yo, how, how old are you? I'm 22. Tw- oh, man, you're young as fuck. How old are you, bro? Uh, today, March 3rd. I'm going to be 27 in 16 days. Damn. Yeah, that's not yeah. even that old. Dude, that come on now. Let's let's not let's not play games. It's, it's pretty fucking old. It's old enough to where you're like embarrassed to say it online, you know. At least like it's not thirty. Yeah, but in real life, you're like 27. People are still like, oh, like that's not too bad. But if you say I'm 27 on Twitter, it's just like, oh, you're a fucking piece of shit. It's like an OG you. Max B situation, a little bit. Literally, yeah. It's like, oh, you're you're 27 talking about having Snapchat, like you're a rapist. You're a <laughs> You're a rapist. Who are you? Who who are you talking to on Snapchat if you're 27 besides a child? So you know? do you have Snapchat? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Fuck yeah. <laughs> Fuck yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, dude, it's just like after, bro. It, it, you know, it depends on your life lifestyle and everything. But after like 25, you're just you're back. Oh, you're back. You know, yeah. getting up at the literally. I I can't. I don't think I've ever, like in the last two years, I don't think I've ever moved at all without making some sort of sound, you know, <laughs> just like, just, oh, you know? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, dude. But it, honestly, I will say, physical stuff aside, like, I think it it's, shit just gets like way better, at least personally for me, like mentally, just confidence wise, like, 25 okay so i'll say 23 24 25 like sucked like ass and then end of 26 to um fucking like right now has just been you know you're more sure of yourself you're you're just like i don't know you've been around the block enough to where you just aren't as insecure but not just insecure in like the the normal sense of the word but also just like I don't know who you are as a person in life yeah um so that part's dope but yeah your back hurts a lot yeah i don't know i feel like the early 20s it's a very confusing time yeah definitely i mean just everything that happens to you like you know most people are finishing up college and trying to go out into like the world and and that's just like a rough transition because you know if you're in college you're used to like being around your friends or being around, you know, not to be vulgar, but you're around fresh, fresh snatch all day. It's amazing. (laughs) But then you go from that to like, there's no, they're like, you have to go find it. Yeah. And that's fucking terrifying. It's like going from Um, a jungle to a desert. Absolutely. Absolutely. (laughs) Um, But yeah, dude, like, yeah, there's just so much shit that happens at that, at that point. And, like on a on a physiological like from a physiological perspective you know your brain is not really done developing until you're like 25 26 um and so you know you're you're still cooking at that point and so like you you are going to experience some chaos in your life you know i mean if you could just think about how like turbulent being a teenager is and, and going through puberty is like that doesn't just end because you're not a teenager anymore you know yeah. you're still you're still kind of experiencing that but it's it's not as uh physical and hormonal it's more like mental yeah you're right yes sir 
We're already getting insightful. It's been five yeah, minutes. Bro, we we got to get phys- we got to get philosophical. Otherwise, what's the point? <laughs> exactly. You know? Exactly. Yeah. Get- hey, just a reminder: uh, if you have Amazon Prime, you can spend it on his channel, not mine. You can, you can subscribe <laughs> to G for free. Jeff Bezos will will get half, but uh, but G will get <laughs> the other half. So. Yeah. Let's go. Let's Sub up, boys. Go. Yes, so, sir. Uh, I got a little list for you of like stuff I just want to know about you. I can just start firing them off. Let's do it. I want to know what um, the life of Sweaty Harry was like before he was Sweaty Harry. <laughs> what do you like when you say that? Like, what, what exactly? Like, what? What do you like before? Before Twitter? Before? Yeah, like, like all that. Like, what were you like uh, in college as a young kid? Just lay it on me, bro. Man, that's a. Uh... That's a heavy duty one. I mean, <laughs> I think like personally, so the the like cute answer is, I mean, like I've always I've always been sweaty hairy. So that's not there's no before and after because that's just something you either are or you aren't. True. Um, but yeah, I mean, I would honestly be hard pressed to like say that I was any different because I'm just um, try not to be like an insincere like person or a dishonest person. Even, you know, I obviously like a lot of like my online persona, if you want to call it that, is yeah. built around joking. Um, I do that with some level of sincerity. But yeah, I mean, growing up just like a pretty hyper kid, uh, like being like being the center of attention, just like talking shit and saying <laughs> saying shit and talking in general uh and yeah that never really changed you know i was i was like fat for a little bit and i think that helped out with like gaining a personality as well yeah um, that's very we talked about that talked about that a little bit but <laughs> i think it's important like i think if if anything there should be like a federal mandate that like through certain years like you're just fat yeah. And then it makes you stronger and then you can just like shed it and become like a dope individual, like a humble individual. Yeah, you know, very because, true. because I'm very sexy, good looking, handsome, immaculate, symmetries on point, everything is <laughs> perfect, work of art, but I'm humble at the same time. So like Oh yeah. <laughs> you know, so like all of that together, like that's what you have to do, I think. Uh, yeah. So how many years were you uh were you fat? Was it like uh a- Um, I don't know. It's like so like it wasn't like fat, it's just more like chunky. Yeah. But probably from like I would say maybe like fifth grade to like senior year of high school. So I guess that would be um like six years. Six years of pain. Yeah, we're on the you same know? I was fat for like my since maybe i would say fourth to junior year so um, we're in the same boat of pain yeah. in school dude yeah i mean well, what do you feel like it it taught you some lessons uh yeah i don't know maybe it could have just made me a lot more insecure honestly yeah maybe it did yeah maybe that's <laughs> what it, maybe it's really not a good thing i think but i think like for me it was just like i never got made fun of because of it um one because i wasn't like you know i wasn't like dramatically fat yeah. Like, as long as you're not the fattest kid in the room, you're good. Exactly. Yeah. Um, and you also just have to have like, I mean, I hate to say it, but you have to have an alpha mentality. Like if you, 
if you project the the feeling that like you can be made fun of then people are going to make fun of you especially at school yeah. and if you're not funny on top of that it's like oh man you're gonna have a rough time like i was chunky i had harry potter glasses like not a great haircut probably most of the time but like i didn't have any bullies like i was friends with everybody it's just because you have to you know you got to be able to talk shit if you can't yeah. talk shit and just like make people laugh then uh yeah, you definitely, definitely don't want to be like fat with uh, Harry Potter glasses. <laughs> not a good, it's not a not good, good man. It's not yeah. good. <laughs> yeah. So, um, hmm, what uh, else you got? I got a dude. I got a. I got the whole spiel for you. So uh, you All just right, moved. Uh, you moved to LA. How long have you been living here? Or so I moved to LA, July thirty first, twenty seventeen. Um, so it's been it's been a little bit over two and a half years at this point yeah so uh do you like it or does it is it yeah. like hyped up no i mean it, well it just depends like what what part of it you're talking about like what yeah. aspect of it i personally love it like i i think i'll be here for a long time um but you just have to like it's the same thing as you know turning 27 like you have to have some experience under your belt here before you can really start to appreciate it and yeah. Like being a little bit over two years in at this point, like I finally am starting to feel like I kind of get it. Mm -hmm. um, and yeah, it's just like, you know, having a, having a job where like your commute doesn't fucking suck. <laughs> that helps. Like yeah. my the last job I had, it was just atrocious and now it's a lot better. So that helps and, and things like that. So like the traffic's awful. There's way too many people. Um, you know, you have, the normal problems that any like big city has like yeah you know homelessness crisis like that type of shit like things that like social social problems um but all of that notwithstanding like i think it's a really dope place to live there's a bunch there's a lot of nature like right next to you there's always some bullshit going on like if you're into bullshit um <laughs> it's just a good place for like careers as well like especially yeah. if you're in either entertainment or a creative industry. So for me, like being like at an ad agency, like that's, this is just like a, a dope place to have that type of job. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. Um, yeah. So yeah, dude, I mean, I, I think it's great. Like I, the cost of living is also pretty high. So if you can like manage that, then it's good. But you know, I, I probably won't be here forever. Mm. Um, but I like, I like being here right now. And it was just, it was important for me to go off on my own and like not, you know, no offense, but like not live with my parents anymore. Oh yeah, no. Um, <laughs> but like you're 22, like I was, I was living with my parents until I was like, I think I was, yeah, I came when I came here, I was 24. So I had like a brief stint where I lived in, um, I lived in Atlanta, and so mm -hmm. I was, I was alone at that time. But that was, it was only like nine months, and I knew in the back of my head the whole time I was there that like. I was going to get the fuck out. Yeah. So I went sure. back, lived with my parents in Dallas. And then finally it was just like, okay, like I need, if I don't get out now, I'm not going to get out. Yeah. And so I did that. And it's just, it's such like a valuable thing to do if you have the resources to do it. Um, because there's just, there's just so much shit that you don't, you don't need to learn if you have that level of comfort and like safety. And, um, 
there's just so much shit like you can't do like it's just yeah. it's a totally different experience and like after living alone for a few years i just feel way more capable like i i would definitely be fine going anywhere else alone and doing that yeah that shit scares the shit out of me honestly <laughs> well, what, what part of it scares you i don't know just uh the full-on like being alone type of thing like that's very yeah Dumb. I mean, you don't have to, you don't have to be alone. Like I have roommates, like I have, I have friends and stuff. Like, so I live with people. It's just living with your mom and dad is a totally different experience. Yeah. No, yeah, you know? you're true. That's very yeah, true. And I, yeah. And I think it's like, <laughs> dude, I mean, I'm sure you can relate to this, but like after three days of seeing your parents, you're like, all right, I'm good. Like, yeah, I'll see, I'll see, you, guys, I'll see you guys in three months. You know, like I talk to my, I talk to my family every day, but you know, actually being there and stuff like it just it can be a lot um, yeah and it could just be super like uh overwhelming oppre- yeah oppressive like especially oh, yeah. if your parents are more more conservative so like what's what's your dynamic with your parents uh we're pretty we're pretty close i don't know i usually yeah. just like do my own thing and then yeah. we just talk for a little bit and then i just go back to doing my own thing it's like one of those type of deals yeah so they don't they're not like in your shit too much I mean, it's they, they are, but they aren't. Depends right. on the day, you know. Yeah. Do they want you to move out? Uh, nah, they actually don't care about that. But oh, they want yeah. me to like excel more, you know. In what sense? Like <laughs> getting a real job. Oh, okay. <laughs> Wait. So, like, what do you? What's your um? What's your job now? Um. Well. Other than streaming, no, I'm just kidding. Uh, I just, right. <laughs> I'm taking a break from school, so I'm just delivering pizzas and shit because it's good money, oh, and I'm lazy. So, for easy sure. job. Very. Have easy you had job. any? Have you had any like uh, weird experiences delivering pizzas? Um, I gotta think, man. Uh, <laughs> oh, okay. It can get really weird. There's this one. There's this really old couple they deliver to. Yeah. And um, they make you go inside of their house, but like. It smells like oh, they no. just shit and piss all over themselves. So it's they disgusting. probably do. Yeah. Do they make you like? Do you have to like jerk one of them off before you can go? Oh no, no. That's at least scary. a fifty dollars tip for me to do that. But um. Yeah, that's scary, man. Um, <laughs> oh, what's up? What's up, Q? How you doing, man? What up, Quantum? What's yeah, it's just up, man. It's my it's homie. Disgusting. Um. Yeah, that's fucking gross, dude. Uh, what were you studying before you took a break? I was doing um biology because i really liked uh animals and shit but that shit was hard as fuck so oh, okay so like you're you're taking a break to like reevaluate what you want to study or you're you're taking a break to just reevaluate like school in general like maybe you don't want to go to college and like spend spend that kind of money like is that is that what's going on i'm deaf uh definitely i just said deaf what the hell's wrong with me um yeah, I'm, hey, go for it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just rethinking about what i want to do there i definitely want to yeah. go back though for sure Okay. So like, what, what do you think? Um, what do you think you would, you would study if, uh, let's say ideal world, you go back, like got everything figured, like mental health figured out, you're getting, you're getting, you're piping on a regular basis. Everything's cool. <laughs> and you're going back to school. Like what, what would you study? Uh, I don't know. I was thinking like computer graphics and shit like that. Oh, okay. That'd yeah. Cool. That would be cool. So like, um, like three, like three D graphics, like yeah, um, stuff like okay. that. Yeah, yeah, Maybe that'd be like, sick, man. 
I don't know. My my community college sucks, and I didn't really give a shit in high school, so I couldn't go to like a good school. So oh, okay. I'm in one of those type of boats. Yeah, I mean, you could always like transfer, work your way. Yeah, transfer, work your way up. Like school, you can transfer. There's always like courses and certifications you can get. I mean, a lot of that shit, like it's more so just the fact that you can do it than having gone to school. Yeah. Like I will say that if anything, my my bachelor's degree just the existence of it being on my resume was important, but nobody ever gave a shit about like what I accomplished when I was at school. It was just the fact that I had one Yeah, because it's like, you know, pardon my French, it's a, it's a retard check. You know what I mean? It's like, <laughs> it's like, okay, yeah. you, can you read? Like, can you take directions? Are you like a total social pariah? That type of shit. Yeah, um, for sure. But I know plenty, I know plenty of successful dudes who like either, dropped out like didn't finish for one reason or another um it's just like you may have to find something you know alternative like out of the ordinary it may not it may not be like a typical corporate job pattern but like that's probably not what you want anyway so it kind of just forces you to to get scrappy maybe Um, i'll just make an only fans account dude fuck it you might as well um (laughs) you said you said it says viewer viewer questions at the end so are we if someone asks a question in the chat are we not we don't uh, it. Yeah, not until the end because I kind of want to get my shit off, them? you know? Are you usually collecting I, them? Or? Nah, I just usually just uh, ask everybody at the end. Uh, okay. Scroll up and look too. All right, all right. Everybody, hey, save your fucking questions yeah. until the end. Don't fuck. Hey, listen, man. <laughs> don't fuck um, up the flow. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> just compliments only. But yeah, I mean, I don't. I literally don't know why we're talking about that, but that's my that's my two cents. Yeah. Now you kind of like I was gonna ask you like uh, seems like you moved around a lot like where did you like living the most? I would say here. I mean, I I didn't move around a ton. Like I was in, I was born and raised like outside of Dallas, and I only moved to Atlanta after college, and I was there for about nine months. Came back to Texas and then came out here uh, like a couple years after being back in Texas. Mm-hmm. So. I moved a lot within that like span of time. So from like 2014 to to 2017, but now that I'm here, I'll probably be here for a minute. Yeah. yeah. Have you met, have you met any celebrities there? So I haven't, I haven't like met any, like uh, maybe like minor, like super minor ones in terms of like actually meeting them and having a conversation. Um, but I've seen a lot of celebrities just like out and about. Um, which has always been cool. So like I, my last job, I used to work in Santa Monica and um, it's like a super bougie area and it's right next to a a part of town called Brentwood and a lot of like celebrities live up there. Um, It's kind of like tucked away, private, like their kids go to the schools there because they're really nice. So you'll see like celebrities just like hanging out in Santa Monica. So I've seen Adam Sandler twice. That's fucking Um, sick. Yeah, and like he gave me like a like a head nod, like a homie head nod. That was cool. Like both times, so I was like, okay, cool. Like I'm in, I'm in. Yeah. Um, I saw Adam Sandler. I saw Bruce Willis. Oh, uh, basically the same part of town. Um, I don't know if you're like into movies at all, but I saw Paul Thomas Anderson. Nice. Just like h- hanging out at a restaurant I was going to. Oh, that's crazy. Who the fuck else? Chelsea Handler. 
the chairman of the DNC, Tom Perez, seen him. Wow, oh, man, who the fuck? There's so many people. Oh, Cuba Gooding Jr. I saw Cuba Gooding Jr. Just like r- literally right outside the place where I work, like getting into a car. Holy shit! And uh, yeah, and so saw Cuba. I saw Kevin Abstract like walking around with his boyfriend. Like they walked right wow. past me. Um, Can so I ask you a question? Cool. If they asked, like, if they just randomly came up to you and you're like, "Hey, um, listen, we're about to go have some fun. Do you want to join? Would you?" <laughs> I mean, yeah, fuck it, let's go. Like, I mean, they don't—they're not specifically saying like, "Hey, dude, like, we want to fuck you in the ass," or vice versa. You know, I'll be like, "Yeah, let's go have some fun. Like, let's go, you know, go on a roller coaster, or I got—I don't know—play baseball or something." Like, we don't have to—we don't have to fuck or anything. But yeah, why not? Why, you know, might as well. Yeah, fuck it. I would have, too. The, have the experience. Yeah, but didn't yeah, you? Uh... I don't know. I was just saying, um, I don't really like to like talk to celebrities if I see them, you know, because yeah. uh, they just always look like one. They always look like they're not trying to get seen because they yeah. have like hats on, sunglasses. Adam Sandler was like pretty much the only one who didn't, because um, I just think he just genuinely does not give a fuck. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so all the other ones, it's like, do I really want to stop this dude's day, like? stop him from walking to wherever he's walking yeah and then for what just to be like hey man like you're adam sandler and he's like yeah and then you're like all right cool see you later <laughs> you know or like yeah you could ask for a picture but like even that like what's that for you know yeah. like just, just the experience likes. itself is, is cooler um yeah and I, I think oh yeah last week i saw matthew gray googler as well so oh nice i think, I think that's the full list uh didn't you run into adam 22 or something Oh yeah, well yeah. I don't, I don't really consider him like. I always think of like, mo- like people in entertainment, like genuine entertainment, like real um, like celebrities. Yeah. Yeah. So like, yeah, it was it was the first time that my buddy Max was visiting LA, and um, we were riding around town, and we were driving past Fairfax, and yeah, Adam Twenty Two was just like, he was just like chilling on a bike outside of his store, um, and there were like a hundred, well, like fifty what looked like 17 year olds just like hanging out with him. And I was like, huh, that's kind of weird. Uh, so yeah, I did, I did have my, I did have a chance to assassinate him and I didn't do it. (laughs) So I hope, hopefully that'll earn me some, some good karma. Uh... Yeah. I'm sorry for bringing that story up. I just think it's hilarious. No, no. No, it is. It it was really funny. Um, (laughs) so yeah, those dudes and, um, yeah, I mean, other than that, it, like just like Twitter people who are definitely not celebrities, but like think they are, and oh, are yeah. like psychopaths because of that. Um, like I met I met Kellen, the dude who like got canceled, and uh, yeah, that that's definitely one of those like psychopath type dudes. Yeah. Um, yeah, just a whole bunch of folks <laughs> like that. Yeah, not good. I even, I- well, I don't I don't know if you saw like the whole like Connor Golden thing. Nah. What is that? Well, he's like a dude on Twitter who's like, he's like, um, he kind of was slightly big-ish on like leftist Twitter and uh, just had a lot of like, you know, friends and stuff. And he just, it turned out that he was like, like multiple people outed him as being like a serial, like rapist and abuser. Uh, And like, I met that dude. Oh, I think I saw that actually. Yeah. So like I met him at a party and this was obviously like way before anything like that happened. And yeah. uh, 
he was playing guitar at the party. And so like, oh, I, so I should have seen the warning signs. <laughs> I should have seen only a psychopath would do that. And so I should have stepped in and said something. But <laughs> the, the worst part is he was like, he asked to be on my stream uh, last Saturday, like the one that I did last Saturday, like last week he asked me. And that was like two days before the the accusations came out. And I was like, yeah, dude, that was fun. Come through. And then that happened. I was like, oh, okay, I guess we don't have to do that. And obviously it's not a good thing that any of that happened. Like, you know, terrible situation. But I really didn't want to do that with him. So, like, you know. God's looking out, bro. Yeah, it was a win for me, you know. (laughs) Speaking of uh, Twitter, man, um, like – what do you feel like? What does it feel like to have such a huge following on there? Uh, it's 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 fine, honestly, man. Like, I think you just for me, like it didn't happen. It didn't happen overnight, so I never. It was never like a shocking thing or, um, like something I wasn't prepared for. It just mm-hmm. slowly, like incrementally, just built up and grew. Um, nice. So I, I, I mean, I obviously I'm biased because it's me, but I would like to think that it like didn't change me at all as a person or make me feel like better than anyone. Because just because dude, I mean, just because you have more Twitter followers, like literally says nothing about you. Like, as very a true. um, so whenever people like bring that up or like, Oh, you're like, you're a Twitter celebrity, like that type of <laughs> shit. I'm just like, just shut the fuck up. Like it's, it's, it's so stupid. I mean, it's, don't get me wrong. It's fun. Like, I love it. It got, it literally got me the job that I have right now. Yeah. Um, but that side of it has always been like super weird to me. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was, yeah. Like it was just, you know, over the course of like a, a couple years, like the initial growth was pretty strong and then, you know, pretty steady growth from there. And like, I'll probably hit a hundred K at some point, but like, it's not, I don't think it's going to happen like anytime soon. Are you going to have like a hundred K party or something like that? Take a bunch of Instagram pictures and stuff. I don't, you know, yeah, I'm going yeah, to have a hundred K party. I'm going to rent out a fucking baseball stadium. Um, and then I'm going to kill myself, but I just, yeah, no, I like, I'm sure I would like post something, but, uh, yeah, I'll do a balls reveal at hundred K. I'll do an ass reveal. Um, but yeah, it would just, you know, that would be cool. Cause it's just like that number is dope, you know, like that yeah. crossing that threshold, like hitting 10 K was cool. And like hitting 50 K was cool. That's insane. Um, and so like hitting a hundred K would be cool too. Is there uh, anything you don't like about having uh, that many people follow you? The only thing it's weird about, or like weird with is, um, or has been weird for me in life is like in relationships, especially mm-hmm. if the other person like uses Twitter as well, because oh, yeah. I like to joke about my life. Like, obviously I'm a private person. I don't really mention specific details, yeah. but like, I like to, I like to pull things from my life because what else are you going to talk about and like True. be sincere about? So like, that's caused some friction just in terms of like, Oh, I, I'm not happy that you posted that or, or just like the amount of time I spend on it. Like, especially uh, yeah. if they're, they're like a, they're a conscious user of Twitter and they see you like liking certain things or That's like posting certain things. It's like, like my ex just like constantly would be looking through my likes tab, which like she wasn't totally wrong to be doing that because I was being an asshole. But at the same time, <laughs> it's like I'm under constant surveillance. You know what I mean? Yeah, there's nothing. There's nothing I can do 
where it's not going to be seen by like thousands of people. Yeah. So it's like I was kind of a demon for a while and just like doing, you know, like sex stuff on Twitter and DMing people and having yeah. them DM me and like exchanging nudes and all this shit that like in hindsight is just like a really terrible idea. Not even from a moral standpoint, because I don't I don't think that's immoral or anything, but just yeah. from the idea. From the standpoint of exposure, like you're lucky so, your dick wasn't on somebody's TL. Right, right. Like I have sent my <laughs> dick to so many people that the fact that like, it hasn't popped up somewhere is so surprising to me. <laughs> Let's not put uh, that energy out. Let's... Right, but it, it's always one of those situations where like they probably sent me their pussy too. So it's like it's mutually oh, yeah. mutually assured mutually assured destruction. True. Yeah. <laughs> also, if somebody if somebody leaked my dick pic, I would just be like, "All right, well, now you know what my dick looks like. I guess I have no more secrets." Like, <laughs> you that, just recycle that would, one, dude. It would it would just be freeing, you know? Like so much so much of um, social anxiety is based off of the fact of like it's like dick anxiety. It's yeah. like oh, dude, I that, I get it so much. Yeah, it bleeds into every aspect of life. Like not even have, and I mean that in the overall sense, not just your actual penis, but like who you are as a man and like what you're capable of achieving and how strong you are. But people, people t like put, put all of that energy into a totem and that totem is your dick. Yeah. And so if my dick was out there, it's like all those other aspects of my life, I can just <laughs> be honest about, it's like, okay, you know what my dick looks like? Cool. Like I don't have to, <laughs> I don't have to fake anything anymore. Cause like yeah. so much of, of bullshit and like fake swagger from dudes just like, based off of uh, insecurity about their masculinity. So once that's out, you know, you have nothing to worry about. Yeah. So maybe I'll just, maybe I will leak it. <laughs> maybe I will, it'll be like, it'll be like freeing myself. You heard it like, here uh, first, guys. Yeah, so like, you know, at the end of Aladdin, like the genie is like, uh, you know, his like cuffs fall off and he's yeah. free. That's like, that's me when my dick pic goes out, you know, I'm, I'm going to rub my wrists and I'm going to fly into to Saudi Arabia or where the fuck he went at the end of that movie, I don't know. Oh um, shit! We're gonna do a hundred K doc reveal. Hundred K. I'm I'm doing mine at a thousand followers. Oh wow! So you're, dude. You gotta you gotta pace yourself out because you always want you always want somewhere to grow. If you if you bust out the cock at a, a thousand, what are you gonna do for ten thousand? <laughs> so you're, you're gonna have to release a video. So <laughs> start start with something small and besides your cock and work it, work your way up. Yeah. Very true. Very yeah. true. Yeah. <laughs> so um who are some of your favorite people on twitter like some of the accounts that you follow so some of my favorites are like obviously i'm a huge fan of chris i iced out omnitrix um oh yeah he's that's, a beast. that's my that's my homie like i was mutuals with chris when he had like a thousand followers oh like shit. years ago like we've been mutuals for years and uh just seeing him like explode has been really awesome and like gratifying um it was it's so interesting because I'm such a piece of shit and I'm so I'm normally such a jealous person, but in situations like that, it's just like I'm just proud, you know. Yeah. It's like, oh, that's that's my homie. Like he's killing it. Um, same thing with Sass. Like he just did really well, and I, I always think his tweets are funny. Yeah. Um, and we we talk all the time, and yeah, those dudes. Like I don't know if you know uh, Chain Body. Dude, he's fucking hilarious. Yeah, that's like that's my probably my favorite Twitter account of all time. <laughs> um, so yeah, if you don't follow Chainbody, go follow Chainbody because just the I don't know, dude, like the Asian, you know, like 
freestyling video or like dudes <laughs> doing like forever by Eminem, like that type of shit, just like <sighs> makes me go crazy. Like none of the no format tweeters or like anybody like that, I do I actually think are like funny. Like that to me is just like not nothing about that is like entertaining to me. Yeah. I get why people do it and like I do it of course obviously as well but like I'm not reading my own timeline and being like oh that's funny and like laughing yeah because that would be psychotic (laughs) Um, insane yeah so it's the same thing with like other people's content that's like that I'm just like oh that's it's like I can recognize that it's clever but to make me laugh you need a video of an Asian dude rapping forever badly like that's (laughs) that's where my threshold is at you know Um, and I feel like honestly I feel like Twitch is way funnier than than twitter for that type of shit because so much of humor is reliant on tone and delivery yeah. um and if you can be funny on twitter that's that's a masterful skill because it's you hard. have to do it you have to yeah you have to communicate everything through text or images but like you can hop on twitch and like i can just have a, a shit talking session you might get like 50 jokes out and you know a, a certain percentage of them are at least going to be funny yeah um and you don't it's it's different than like spitting out like 50 tweets because then you're fucking <laughs> spamming people and you're an asshole you lose like 20 um, followers right and when people are watching your stream there there's like there's selection bias like they chose to watch your stream and they're investing time in your stream so it's in their best interest to think you're funny so it's yeah. almost like even if you're not that funny like they will kind of pretend that you are which is nice <laughs> Um, at a certain level, of course. Yeah. Yeah, you no, know? I get what you're saying. So, like, I can be in the stream and just, like, just talk bullshit and people are like, oh, like, you, you never miss, like, that type of shit. <laughs> Dude, then, but like, you are funny as fuck. You are very funny. Uh, I'm all right, you know, but it's just that type of stuff is, like, really, like, funny to me. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Weren't you a comedian so, yeah. for a little bit? Um, I mean, I would like to say that I still am. Uh, I... I did stand up for a bit, so I don't I don't really do that anymore. But I mean, why not? Most of my, um, okay, f- a few factors like it. Uh, basically, so so the first thing was like it was giving me incredible amounts of anxiety. Uh, um, when I would go on stage, I would feel amazing and like have a really good time, and most of the time do well. Yeah. Um, you know, of course, you're gonna bomb here and there, but like overall, I got good re- responses from like people who were were honest with me, like people who I knew wouldn't bullshit me, or people that weren't even my friends, like you know, promoters and bookers. Um, oh, someone said Bernie won California. Oh, fuck yeah, that's awesome. Um, that's that's sick. Uh, so yeah, so like I was I was cool and confident once I was off stage on stage. And the feeling right after was so, it was like, that's like a high that is super difficult to replicate. Like just that rush and that feeling, like you just feel amazing. If you can make a room of people who don't know you laugh just because of shit that you thought up, like genuinely laugh, you're like, oh, I'm fucking, I'm Jesus Christ. Like I'm amazing. (laughs) That's like Like, natural Viagra. Yeah, exactly. You feel like cracked out. Um, But the, everything leading up to stepping on stage was like the worst fucking feeling of my life in terms of anxiety just overall sense of doom like just all this shit okay <laughs> i was chain smoke like i couldn't do anything because i couldn't focus on anything yeah um i don't know if now it would be different because i'm a i'm a much less anxious person now in general mm-hmm. and like i don't i don't drink i don't smoke i don't i literally quit cigarettes two days ago i haven't smoked weed in months like I don't, congrats I, oh thanks i don't even drink coffee anymore so like 
my emotional regulation is way better because I just have less external influences. Um, so I might try it one day, but honestly, like the performing part is dope, but I just, uh, I prefer writing anyway. So yeah. So like the writing part is what I like. And, um, as far as another factor of it is, um, distance and like time investment. So Uh if you're a dude who works like a nine to five, you got to go to open mics after work. Um, a lot of times you're like driving to them and like, they're pretty far. You're having to spend like an hour, maybe watching people who absolutely fucking suck at stand up. <laughs> and then you go up and you might absolutely fucking suck too. And the worst thing about open mics is like, you're performing for people. The only people in the room are comics. So you're performing for other people who want to get on stage. So they don't give a fuck about you. Like they're yeah. not there to laugh. They're there to get practice being on stage, just like you are. Yeah. So it's it's usually like really dead rooms, um, which in a way is a good thing because it, it sharpens your teeth and it it makes you get used to people not laughing. So when you go into a room full of drunk people, like you're totally ready because they're so susceptible to laugh. You just like it's like taking the weighted like ankle weights off. If you're like Rock Lee, you're just like, <laughs> all right, I did stand up for pieces of shit comics who like don't think anything is funny. I'm about to go into this room of like drunk 40 year old like white people and just crush um so that part of it's good and bad and then yeah just like i knew in my heart that it wasn't something i wanted to like spend out like years of my life um crafting and and moving towards because i just honestly couldn't see myself being a stand-up comedian like Uh, as a career um and so part of it was also just me saying like well why even why waste my time doing that and then like why why take up space that somebody else who really wants it can fill, you know? Um, like if you're, if you're passionate enough, you're going to like be able to make it in there. And I just didn't have the that passion. level of actual passion for it. Like I've always yeah. been a dude who tells jokes. I've always had people tell me to do stand up. I've always tried to be entertaining with like friends and, and just with people. Um, but that doesn't necessarily mean like it's something you have to do as a career. A lot of people take that as like, Oh, well it's my, it's my, you know, uh, what do people call it? Like my calling, like whatever. It's like, okay, like maybe not. Like maybe there's no such thing as a real calling. Maybe you have certain skill sets that can apply to many different things and then just figure out which one of those things you really like. Um, and for me, like all of that, all those skills can be applied to like writing humor and, you know, just creative writing in general. Uh, so yeah, I mean, that's sort of what, what, what it came down to. Yeah. Wow, yeah. that's interesting. It's also, yeah, it's also just like incredibly demotivating <laughs> to try and oh, do yeah. it because it seems not, scary. Not even just that part, but like having to watch other comics and like see the people who are like two, three, four years ahead of you, um, and just see them absolutely miserable. You're like, okay, well, <laughs> why am I trying to do this? Like, is it because I want to be Chris D'Elia? Because that's probably not going to happen. Like, yeah, I I shouldn't base it around that like i didn't it just didn't appeal to me like the lifestyle at all and like to be totally frank like i'm i'm kind of a pretentious person i'm used to like a certain standard of living and like you know i get grossed out by poor people like all this shit oh um, god no i'm fucking around. <laughs> but like but like i'm used i'm used to like nice shit and so yeah no i get that. for me to, for me to be in like bars half my life like that just sounds fucking terrible yeah um and i don't want to do it so yeah i just didn't good for you man good for Thanks. you I, I think you're crushing it on, as a Twitch comedian. Oh, that was another thing I was going to say. It's like, 
okay so if i have if i have um you know 80 some odd thousand followers and i go on twitch and i promote my twitch and i have you know maybe like 20 25 people in my room every night that's like you're you're definitely not going to do that when you're when you're doing stand up you're not going to have that every night so it's like yeah. i have a bigger audience on twitter and on twitch and i can do that from my fucking chair in my room um and i can i can do different creative things that i might not be able to do um from a production standpoint with like stand up and other performances either cost or just like availability of space whereas like here i can play video games i can watch movies i can watch stupid videos i can critique things i can draw like it's just the limits and the gatekeeping is totally removed yeah um and that's what i'm into so i just don't like leaving my room um, <laughs> me neither yeah and so having to go to like a bunch of different places and meet strangers and talk in front of people fucking sucks and oh yeah just like i've only i only i don't want to say i've bombed but like i've just like had to perform at bars where like most of the people aren't there to see stand up, but there's still like an open mic or like a, a, like a performance going on with like five or six comics. And just that is the most miserable thing on the planet. <laughs> just have dudes like eating chicken wings and drinking beer. Like who the fuck is this guy? Like, why is he up here telling jokes? Like <laughs> at Hooters. Yeah, exactly. Like I was just at some rinky dink bar and I'm like having to do this. And it just felt like, uh, it's just like, okay, this isn't very satisfying, so. Yeah. Now you're on yeah. to bigger and better things. You're going to be like Ninja one day. Uh, hopefully not like him <laughs> specifically, but yeah, it would be it would be nice to have a platform that big, yeah. So uh, getting back to the Twitter stuff, um, what do you think is like some of the corniest stuff that some of these larger accounts do? That's a great question. I think um, becoming like becoming friends with other big accounts and like hanging out with them in real life, not even because they necessarily like get along, but just because it's like, Oh, I'm hanging out with Twitter people. And like people on Twitter, like respond to that and see it. Like they see two people that they like and follow hanging out. They're like, Oh my God, like my faves are, you know, hanging out and shit. That type of <laughs> shit, that type of shit always bother me, bothers me because I, I am like that. Like my good friends are from Twitter. So like, I know when it's real yeah. and I can just tell when they're being like insincere and you always, it always ends up um, either verifying itself or, or disqualifying itself because half of the time or like 70% of the time within like a few months, they have some sort of stupid Twitter beef and like aren't friends anymore. Yeah. You know what I mean? So that type of shit is always really annoying. I mean, tweet decking is obviously like the biggest one. Um, people just like blatantly ripping off tweets. I think that's like, the worst. Yes. And, and honestly, something that's I almost respect people who just straight up steal tweets more than people who like don't have their own voice. and just like copy other people or mm. um, and it's one thing to like take inspiration and like follow people you think are funny and like kind of mold yourself after them. But I'm talking about people who like they see you tweeting about something and then like two hours later, they have a version of it, but like haven't even liked the one that you did or like acknowledged it in any way. It's just yeah. like, oh. I have a, I have a unique perspective and like an observation and like now I guess that's your unique perspective and observation. Um, and I've seen a lot of big accounts do that just like anecdotally, you know, I think people who are like in my range and like lower followers tend to be drivers of like culture and conversation more so than bigger accounts. Yeah. Um, because it's like, you're still hungry. You know what I mean? It's not like, yeah. 
like when you listen to jay-z rap after he's rich you're like eh, okay but <laughs> when you listen to like jay-z who's like okay i really want to stop selling crack like that's the good that's shit, some real you know? shit yeah so that type of shit's always really corny um yeah i think i think like big accounts that um like call out like delivery drivers and shit like that and put them on blast. <laughs> I always like cringe when I see that. Yeah, that um, shit is cringy. Yeah, or like big accounts will just like take a picture of somebody in public and like post it. I'm like, like yeah, you're technically, it's not like illegal or anything because if you're in a public space, like people can take your picture and it's not, you know, it's not like against the law, but it's just like a class thing. Like, don't be a fucking asshole. Yeah. You know, like you don't know what somebody's going through, this, this, and that. Now, that being said, if I see someone who looks absolutely fucking ridiculous in real life, I'm going to take a picture. I'm just going to crop <laughs> their face out. Like, yeah. just don't have their face in it. Don't have any, like, easily identifiable, like, features. Yeah. And then you're good to go. But it, it's just, like, there's no there's no forethought. There's no, like, um, preemptive thinking. Everything is always just, like... For the likes. Yeah. Like, just... I hate to use the word, but just, like, clout. Yeah. Clout. You just know, Chasing mania. the clout clout mania <laughs> so um i don't know if i should ask this but i wanted to, <laughs> i wanted to ask what you thought i'm not what you thought like who do you think is the worst twitter account on there but i feel like that'll start the problem. worst twitter account yeah um uh that's a good question i would say i mean kyle plan emoji like easily by like by a mile is just the worst fucking not just twitter account but like human yeah i think sure. that i could just imagine existing um on so many levels i find that dude like insufferable that i can hardly like vocalize it and put it into words so he's easily the the worst in my opinion but i'm, I'm happy yeah, i've never yeah. actually like seen him before yeah i mean he oh you don't know who that is nah oh dude he's like i mean he's like probably one of the most like hated like of the you know corny joke like white dudes uh you know like woke corny joke white dudes um yeah like look him up after after this conversation or look him up right now and um you'll quickly understand what i mean but <laughs> you know he has me blocked like it's i don't see his shit anymore anyway so i don't really care um i thought you were gonna say og max b or something like that that uh, that's bad but like at least that is in something where like, I understand the humor. People don't, people don't hate him because of the content. They hate him because he is who he is. And he's posting that content. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, it's inauthentic. Like if, if it was, uh, cause the whole thing is like, he's basically like black fishing, you know what I mean? Yeah. Whereas if he was an actual black dude and saying that stuff, like it would some like that content is legitimately funny, even though he's stealing it. Yeah. Um, but it's just because of who he is that it's like so corny and fucked up. Whereas with Kyle, it's both. It's like his identity and the shit that he posts are both the fucking worst. Yeah, he's condescending. Like he's just, I, I can't, I can't. Just don't get me started, man. Like that's. So, that's I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I uh, wanted to get some juicy uh, yeah. stuff for the pod, man. I'm sorry. That's my, that's my answer. So you you can look him up and you'll you'll understand what I'm saying. I don't How do you feel? Have, uh... oh, Go sorry. ahead. Sorry. No, you're good. Go ahead. My bad. Oh, I was just gonna say I don't want to have a stroke, so. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Nah, yeah, you're good, you're good. <laughs> uh, I was going to say, like, um, what do you think is, like, the best way for a reply guy to, like, make a platform of their own on that account? And also, do you have any reply guys that you just hate seeing or do you just block them? Uh, 
Uh, no, like I'll have not really, dude. Honestly, like I actually think it's like fun to like interact because I, I don't like that word reply guy anyway. It's like there are people who like like your content and like take time out of their day to like some of them will literally reply to every single post. And it's like, <laughs> if, if you're like a girl, I can understand why that would be frustrating. But for me, it's like, I know they don't want to fuck me. It's just like, they, they're like, they like you. And so if, as a dude who is very easily flattered, like bring that shit on, I love it. <laughs> um, but there'll be people who, what I don't like is people trying to be funny at me. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, unless it's someone I actually think is funny and like I know, or is a friend of mine, like, total strangers trying to be funny at me like i really hate that yeah. or total strangers just like being like people will be mean as like a tool of like joking around and familiarity when yeah. they're not actually familiar with you and that, that shit's why i always yeah i hate that shit um so i usually will just like i don't block i'll usually just mute because i mean i still want them to follow me so <laughs> i'll get i'll get the fucking follows and views i'll just mute them and never see what they say again yeah you know but i have a trigger happy mute button like if 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 like one thing someone says annoys me like i mute them like it's just have you muted me yet honestly be honest i I honestly haven't like (laughs) but like uh, you know i'll let you know but you know it's it's more so like if i'm in a bad mood and i just see some shit and it's like i've seen this person do it over and over and over i'm just like you know what fuck you like i don't want to see like if none of your content is worth me seeing but i just feel weird about like unfollowing you or doing something like that yeah. I'll just mute. I'll just mute. You oh, know? Okay. Because like I, I have I... friends that that like their Twitter content just absolutely blows, yeah. and <laughs> but they're my friends. Like I don't, you know, it's like I want to still follow them. I just I want to have the choice to like see it, never see their shit again. Yeah. Yeah. They really they really went crazy with the mute function. I oh, remember they, I wasn't even a thing yeah. before. Oh yeah, they they snapped with the mute button. Um, <laughs> I like the the block button. I use more sparingly. Um, I usually I'm never like angry enough to do that and I don't I don't really see the point because if you mute them like I don't really understand what the difference is like if you block someone they can just open an alt and like still find your shit yeah um but blocking is super useful for like soft blocking so I'll use it for that like when somebody I know gets outed for being a fucking serial rapist like that's when that comes in handy when you're like okay I don't want this dude to follow me anymore yeah um so I'm gonna go ahead and block and then unblock that's a very lethal tool as well. Oh yeah, yeah. The block button is uh, that's a uh, it's a killer right there. Sorry for just asking about Twitter. I was gonna ask you about a whole bunch of other shit, like uh, why did you start yeah, streaming no, and stuff like that. No worries, man. Um, but uh, yeah, I think for me, um, okay. So Basil was already streaming, and like I've been good friends with Basil for a minute, like way before I started streaming. And, um, so I was always like inspired by that and having him having his platform and, uh, I'd always been like intrigued by it, but just like, well, one, I didn't have a PC and two, I, I just like, didn't know enough about it. Mm -hmm. Um, so around Labor Day, or actually it literally was Labor Day because I remember, I remember going on that day because I had it off from work. I just decided to, um, bite the bullet and like, you know what, I'm going to throw down, 1.3 K and just like get a dope computer, dope monitor, like just, just finally do it because I had been wanting to do it for so long. And it's just like, I'm never going to stop thinking about this until I just do it. Yeah. Um, Cause I grew up PC gaming like all my life. Like 
we had consoles around the house, but PC was like, that was like home base. Like I always yeah. came back to that. Even when I wasn't gaming, just like hanging out and, and doing everything on there. So not having one was just like, it felt wrong. Yeah. And I hadn't had a, I'd never had like a real gaming PC. You know, I was just using like the family computer or my computer. Um, so I was like, okay, I have, I'm at a point where I have disposable income. Like, let me, let me just do this, like see if it's worth the money and if it's dope and like just never look back. Like it's yeah. one of the best purchasing decisions I've ever made. Um, cause I get so much out of it. Like I can stream, I can, um, you know, I can make money doing that. I can, I can Photoshop like premiere, anything that requires like processing power i can do it or i can just like watch bullshit you know yeah the vibes yeah. are crazy in here man we got fucking jordan we got Pat. <laughs> um but yeah so like i i got the pc and then i was like you know what i might as well fucking stream now because I, I guess that's a thing i can do like yeah. it just was never it was never available to me before and uh yeah so i just kind of looked into it and was like all right let me just start doing this and at first, I was, like, only playing games because I, I didn't really know my way around or, like, what to do. Um, mm -hmm. But then over time, you just get comfortable, like, shooting the shit, uh, watching videos. Sometimes not even watching videos, just, like, having the full cam and just talking. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm, I'm super lucky because I already had, like, I don't want to say a community, but I have a large pool to draw from and, like, spam and advertise to. So... Like, I'll generally have a decent amount of viewers, or at least, like, a, a pretty standard average. Like, it won't... It doesn't fluctuate yeah. too much. Um, and I have, like... I already had streamer friends, so it's like, oh, I have Basil supporting me and, like, giving me tips that, you know, probably accelerate my learning and uh, how fast I grow. And then, you know, hosting me, rating me, introducing me to other people. Like, I met uh shamana and like and uh hamon like through basil um so that type of shit just helped out a lot like having a having a network of people and obviously that that just came from twitter and um pretty much like all all of my good friends like besides um my homies that i live with are like friends that i either met from twitter or met because of somebody i met from twitter um, like literally the job I have right now, my buddy, my best friend, like he, he works there and he referred me and then I got, you know, six months later I got the job. So, so social like, media has impacted you like very positively. Oh yeah. I mean, it's like a hundred percent open doors for me that would not have been opened otherwise, or would have been much more difficult to open otherwise. Yeah. And it's just also opened my eyes to a lot of possibilities. It's like, Oh, like. I can be like a dude who like writes tweets for money. Like that's a thing. And yeah, it's like, <laughs> Oh, I can. And I don't have, I don't even have to be like a freelancer. Like I can do that full time. And it's like, that's, that's the type of sh like doors that it's kind of uh, opened up. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so how much time do you have left before you got to, you know, Oh, um, cause I don't want to like, keep you if you don't have yeah, that much time. I mean, I, well, yeah, I gotta like, um, like make her dinner so she'll be more likely to suck my cock um so i'll probably do that but like you know let's do like viewer questions yeah that's what i was gonna say let's just like, jump right like, to that i had yeah, a whole bunch but we could save them for the next time you come on man no. yeah exactly i'm sure we'll <laughs> do it again uh, i've had a good time so far so be uh be happy to do it again but yeah let's do like maybe like 
four or five viewer questions or something. Let's go, fellas. Fire them off. Or you just, I can yeah. just scroll up. Yeah, I mean, I saw... Okay, so one of them was like, what's the worst worst time you bombed? I was... It was kind of the scenario I was alluding to. Like, I was at a, a bar where almost nobody was there to see stand-up. And, uh, you know, my, my set kind of dealt with being like an Arab and being like uncomfortably hairy and not not being in a relationship even though my two brothers have like kids and all that shit and like terrible sex life all that um and there were like 9-11 jokes in it there are there were like you know just like phone sex jokes like getting catfish jokes a lot of stuff that's kind of revolves around having a semi-workable knowledge of the internet and also not being like I don't want to say squeamish, but like being able to laugh at things that maybe are a little fucked. Yeah. And that was just not the vibe at this place. Um, <laughs> it was just like older, like Mexican dudes and ladies. And they were just there, like I said, to eat wings and, and drink some beer. And I totally respect that because I hate when I go somewhere and a dude is just like randomly doing stand up. I'm like, oh, fuck, here we go. Um, so that was the worst time I bombed. Like I maybe got two laughs the entire time and they were both from my friend that came with me and uh <laughs> at least you got it was bad, yeah and it was bad enough to where like he stopped laughing at some point too you know what i mean like <laughs> it was just like because well one he had heard it before because i would drag my friends to every show so like they'd see my my set probably 20 times yeah. um and so yeah that that was that was the worst time i bombed you guys got any more questions let's go the man is here and he's ready yeah Oh, some best stand up was my was literally my last one, um, the last one I ever did. So there's this I don't know if you've ever heard of the Ice House. No, I have not. What is that? Oh, okay, so like it's a it's a comedy club in Pasadena. Um, they have a couple, not not just in Pasadena, but Pasadena is the main one. And if you ever watch like Joe Rogan or any of those other dudes, like they regularly um, perform at the Ice House. Oh. So it like and it's been performed at. Uh, by f- super famous comedians like back in the day, Seinfeld, Robin Williams. It's basically like on the level of, like the comedy store, but it's it's in Pasadena. Um, and I got booked on a show there, and uh, it was I was the last dude to go up. And that dude, I will tell you, that is just like a nerve wracking experience on multiple levels because oh, yeah, you have to, you have, to wait, you have to wait for everybody else to go. And so I was literally outside chain smoking for like an hour and a half, <laughs> like literally waiting. And then Did you go through a pack, a whole pack uh, prop easily, easily American spirits. And uh, not only that, but you have to be, you have to be really good because you're, you're finishing the show. Yeah. So if you, if you finish the show and it sort of just like fizzles out the promoter or the dude booking it, it's going to be like, Oh, fuck this guy. Like he totally, you want, you want to start off strong. And then the ending is like, bang. Um, if you're in the middle and you fizzle out, it's whatever. You're more so fucking up the dude after you. Um, but the booker probably won't care so much. Whereas like first and last are the most important. Mm-hmm. So I was closing out a fully packed room at the ice house, probably like 50 people uh, crammed into this room, like old, a little bit older, not like super old, maybe like thirties to forties and just shitting myself. And I went up there like <laughs> shitting myself, but it's like you walk into that room and you got to be the, you got to be the dude. Like you can't walk up there and be like, Oh, uh, uh, like scared. Like you have to just you grab that. Mi- you, yeah. You got to grab that mic. Like it's a fucking Python and like battle that shit. 
Um, so yeah, I just started like bantering with the the host. Like I already knew him and we knew each other, so we were just like giving each other shit and then just went into my set and that was like the most comfortable I'd ever been um performing. Like not even worrying about forgetting something I was gonna say, like freestyling at certain points and just going off script based off of like their reactions or something that was going on in the room. Um and yeah, it was like it was the first time we're ever like you'll see comics like interact with a stool if it's on stage. Like I was doing, like I was just like going from like sitting on it to like getting up and moving around the stage, which like I had never really done before. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I killed. You were and in the zone. I killed and then I never did stand up again. <laughs> you, went so out of, I, you went out yeah, on a high note. I went out a killer. So <laughs> that was my, that was my best experience. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, um, Zan- Pat wants to know what is your daily hair routine? Oh man, so I don't, I wouldn't say daily, but like, um, yeah, man, of course, yeah, happy to answer. Uh, so every other day I condition my hair. Um, so if you don't know what conditioning is, it's basically like making sure your hair is moisturized. <laughs> if you have curls, it's like super important because it gets knotted up and tangled and just like drier weight easier. And uh, so I do that every other day um and then like on alternating sets of those every other days i'll also do like um it's like psoriasis shampoo because i just have like super dry scalp um so i'll do that and then just get the get the fucking flakes out uh (laughs) straight up and then i will either put it up in like a ponytail a bun or just have it flow but I've stopped like brushing it a lot because I just like having it be sort of like natural and down and you don't really need to when it's conditioned well. Yeah. Um, and then like every weekend or so I'll like moisturize and shampoo my, my facial hair. And then I would say probably like every two to three weeks I'll trim my facial hair too. Um, and that's pretty much it. I mean, besides that, it's just the basics, like drinking a lot of water, um, taking, I take like supplements. So like, I take biotin, I take collagen, uh, fish oil. Um, so yeah, all that shit, like just general maintenance, being healthy and just like eating food. That's not absolutely terrible for you. helps out a lot and yeah. people neglect that. Um, and yeah, just like not drinking a ton and getting dehydrated. Wow. This is, that was, uh, that was amazing, man. I now know oh, like what to do. Oh yeah, dude. It's, <laughs> I, I, I mean, honestly, dude, like I, knew none of that but i had to learn it because i just started having long hair and i was like oh okay well now i need to do things that i've never done before because my whole life i had short hair or like buzzed i couldn't imagine it with short hair man yeah i that was most of my life i used to buzz my hair in high school like totally bald like i just started growing it out basically uh coming here and i just i haven't gotten a haircut in like two years um and i probably never will again do you feel like you have to keep the hair long now? Because then you're not going to be, you're just going to be sweaty. Honestly, I don't because it's not just the the head hair. It's like, I'm kind of hairy everywhere. Um, so that's always <laughs> going to be a part of who I am. But like, oh, okay. I know I feel no pressure towards that. Like I, I just like having it this way. So it's like, I'll probably never not like, yeah. I might, tri- I might trim it. Like I, every now and then I'll have a buddy like trim anything that's in the back. That's like too far for me to get. Um, but I am always going to be sweaty. That's true. Like, I just, <laughs> it's just bad, dude. Like, I people think it's a joke because, like, 
I, I joke about it and like that's my name or whatever, but like I have such such powerful sweat glands, like just any any amount of physical activity and like I'm sweating for like an hour. Which oh, is man. it's a really good it's a really good thing if you're like, you know, in the desert. Um because yeah. it cools you down. But uh yeah, I just have to drink a lot of water and uh you know, keep like tissues around me. <laughs> nice. Straight up. Straight up. Anybody got any more questions for Zane? I think so Kuzma said, Are you gonna riot with me when Biden wins? Uh hopefully that doesn't happen, but he's yes, fucking I weird. Yeah. He's very bizarre. So he's like a he's a weird fucking groper, you know, dementia having molester dude. <laughs> Just weird as fuck, man. He fell off since Obama was president. Yeah, totally. Oh, someone oh Pat said, I still remember the tiny baby man episode when Zane changed his at. Dude, that was a historic moment. Like we all um we all changed our ats, like our handles at the same time, like on the pod. Because mm-hmm. I had been trying to figure out what to do next with mine. I was kind of tired of it. And I was doing like, you know, quote unquote rebrand. And uh, yeah, we came up with Sweaty Harry and his history was born. That's when Max changed his as well. Oh, wow. Are you ever yeah. going to bring the podcast back? Uh, nope. No? Why not? Nope. Because uh, I stream now and it's like, that's way more dope to me. And uh, we just, we just, Why don't you just do it live. We collectively decided to never do it again. <laughs> oh, okay. Because like, yeah, because like we, we had fun, but it just became more. It just became work. Like Max was doing most of the editing, and like he was already busy with work stuff, and you know it was hard to like coordinate times to meet uh, during the week, and uh, we just yeah, we just stopped. We just stopped wanting to do it. So it was like, yeah. why would we do this? If we don't want to. Yeah. Um, if you know, if they want to hop on Discord and hop on my stream, like. I, I do that. Like I, Max will hop on. Like if Jim ever wants to, like I'd love to have him on and just shoot the shit. Um, but to me, that's like way, way more dope way to like connect um, with an audience, you know. And yeah. I mean, let's be totally honest. Like we had a Patreon and we were making some money off of that, but I wait, I make way more money off of Twitch. So uh, and I don't have to split it with anyone. So I'd rather yeah. rather do that. Well, besides Jeff Bezos, Bezos. <laughs> yeah, yeah, besides Jeff Bezos. Uh, yeah. Dark Wolf's been spamming this question. What is your thoughts on the OnlyFans mass popularity? Um, I think okay. Well, a few things. Like, I think anything that removes like gatekeeping is generally a good thing. So, in this case, like removing the gatekeeping of like big porn channels who don't always have like the best practices in mind and, and maybe will like exploit performers. Um, good, but. That being said, I think like it's also kind of a a breeding ground or like it's so easy now that I feel like people who wouldn't necessarily do that and maybe are just like in a dire financial situation will do it and then possibly regret it later. Like I don't I don't want to take away anyone's autonomy and like decision making process. Like clearly, if you're an adult, you know what's best for you. And like if you want to do that, more power to you. Mm-hmm. But I think um that part gives me pause and that says more about like the economy and where we're at as a country than OnlyFans specifically, but it's just like a symptom of that, you know? Um, because I don't, I don't think a lot of those people would necessarily get involved in like quote unquote sex work. Yeah. And I also don't, it's also like, 
I mean, this is totally an aside. It's not really relevant, but like the people who like just do that and call themselves sex workers, like Come you're kind of just like, yeah, it's like, you're not like real sex workers, like are like legitimately putting themselves in danger when they go to a fucking hotel room and stuff. So um, yeah, it's just not the same. But, some yeah, of them don't that. even like, uh, no, I'm not even going to, I was going to say like, some of them don't even like have sex on their OnlyFans. Oh, hundred percent. Some most <laughs> sex, like they're just, they just do like jerk off instruction videos and like, uh, <laughs> Like they use the mirror the selfies. Cock. Yeah, the fake cock and like the fake cum and all that. It's like, all right, bro. Like, hey, if someone's willing to pay for it, fucking do it. I can't talk shit because like I'm a dude that gets some of his income playing video games and like watching retarded videos online. So it's technically playing with yourself on camera. Yeah, it's the exactly. same shit, really. Bro, I've been playing with myself this entire time we've been talking. So <laughs> I've literally just been driving cars around GTA because um, it helps me think. Yeah, you have very oh. long and thoughtful um, answers, dude. Honestly, oh well, they're really thanks, good. Man. They're really good. Appreciate that. Appreciate that. I don't want to keep you from your blowjob or whatever you got going on. <laughs> your um, potential yeah, blowjob. I, I think I think she's on her way, so I'm gonna I'm gonna start getting the food ready. Um, okay. But yeah, dude, I appreciate. I appreciate, appreciate you letting, coming. Yeah, appreciate you letting me on. Uh, we'll have to do it again. Yeah, for sure. Sometime. When you don't have a BJ to get to, it could be a little yeah, longer. Yeah, yeah, which, which hopefully <laughs> hopefully that never happens. Hopefully I always have one to get to. But Yeah, everybody, yeah. if you're not following Zane, make sure you follow him on Twitter and on this. Great guy, one of my favorite streamers. Thank you for coming on, man. Yeah, dude, of course. You're always um, welcome, bro. Appreciate that, dude. So I'm assuming you're going to keep streaming? Oh, I was just going to hit somebody with a raid, honestly. Oh, okay, cool. So, um... All right, well, I'm just going to hang up now. All right, nice talking to you, buddy. Have a nice night. All right, man. See you Hopefully later. she blows you. Yeah, dude, I'm, I'm betting on it. All right, see you, everybody. <laughs> Yo, guys, next week we probably going to get uh, Jim Pie on this. Um, so if you're not following, follow for that. Um, thank you guys all for coming out and watching. I hope you guys enjoyed. It was shorter than usual. Usually it's two hours, but uh, Zane's a very busy man. He blessed me with an hour of his time. I appreciate it very much. Thank you, everybody. I turned off alerts, so thank you for all the subs and all the follows. If there was any, I can't even fucking see, to be honest. But we're gonna... Yeah, what a beast, exactly, yo. Thanks, guys. I got one next week with Jim Pie, I think. And then I'm gonna try and get Basil on here. We'll see, though. We'll see. We're gonna hit my boy... Uh... I don't know who we're gonna hit with a fucking raid. We're gonna hit my boy... Should I hit Hamon or I am a gamer with a raid, guys? Love you too, Pat. Pidge? I hit Pidge last night. I gotta distribute it, bro. I gotta distribute the love. Seriously, guys, thank you for all the follows. I hope you guys really enjoyed the pods, bro. You guys don't understand how much slurping I gotta do. <laughs> you know what? We're gonna we're gonna switch it up. We're gonna do we're gonna do uh Sean. Because I don't think I've ever raided Sean. We're gonna give Sean a raid, because he's a really fucking funny guy. Um, I love you guys. I'm going to be live tomorrow doing the community night shit. And, uh, you know, y'all know the vibes. Next week is Jim Pie. The week after that, I'm praying we get Basil. That would be sick. But I appreciate you guys all watching. I hope you all have a wonderful, fantastic night filled with women and maybe dudes if that's your preference or whatever, you know, like hot chicks, stuff like that, you know. But I uh, hope you guys all have a good night. That was a really fun pod. I wish it was a little longer, but you know what? I'm lucky I even got it at all. So 
Can we get all 10 of y'all in there? Come on. Give my boy some love. Oh, he doesn't even have the camera on. I'm gonna hit you guys with a girl instead. <laughs> my friend Hamon, she was on last week. <laughs> uh, sorry guys, sorry. We're gonna hit Hamon. She's really cool. She's going for world record. I don't even think he's talking that much. So I, yeah, I was. My hands. What's up, Cole? That was a good. That was a good idea not to do. Because then I feel like. All right, let's go. Sorry, guys. No, I just feel like there's just so much pressure.